0: hello everyone here is patrick from unique Um, welcome back to another episode of uh, our podcast Um, i have been asked quite a few times now to record another episode that I'm talking by myself, (laughs) even though that's not as interesting for me um, as when I talk to other people. Um, But uh, I I did already two two episodes um, by myself. One was about cold calling and another one was about discovery call. And I talked how to approach cold calling and uh, discovery calls with really concrete um, sentences you can use in, in either and so i've been asked to do to do another one and and this one is going to be about pitch pitching i will do another one about objection handling because that also came up but this one is about pitching now the goal of this episode will be that you understand what is a pitch what and what to say in such a pitch and how we go about how we go about it i quickly show you what i understand uh, from a pitch and then we go into basically these two situations that you could get in um probably there are more than just these two situations but i think there are two situ- situations we salespeople people um have or get into um that we need to pitch and one is like the give me your pitch situation. You're probably familiar with that. When somebody in your family, some somebody who is interested, somebody who, yeah, you you have a first discussion and the person said, yeah, to pitch me, what, what do you do? Like it could be the question, what do you do? Or, but it could also be give me your pitch. So that's the give me your pitch situation. And then we go into the long pitch to a customer situation where you basically do a pitch that doesn't isn't like a two-minute thing, but it's a 30-minute or a 45-minute or however long you need to pitch your thing to your situation. And now, as you see, we already got a little bit into the definition because for me, pitching doesn't mean a one-minute pitch or doesn't mean a two-minute pitch, and it doesn't mean a sixty-minute pitch. It doesn't matter ex- exactly. It, there's no time limit to your pitch. Um, so that's important at first. So we have different situations where we use different pitches. And uh, so that's, that's the first, that's first of all very important that you don't see pitching as a one minute or a time bound um, approach. And the other important thing, pitching isn't just about throwing out or about, yeah, throwing out in an, in an as, little time as possible what your product does and can do and and why and and how and what and uh, all this like um you know yeah we we all get into situations where we struggle to know hmm, what is like when person asks me hey pitch now um what do i do so i want to give you a an approach that you can use um with basically n- not all the people there's different approaches and i will i will lay that out as well so that's basically um n- like we already jumped into the definition you saw the agenda and because um yeah we can go directly into the give me your pitch situation so as i said um you know probably the situation when somebody says hey yeah give me your pitch or also maybe what do you do both can be starters that or can be questions these are questions that you need to start talking and that's what we assume now um like you need you you have been asked or you need uh, you need to to do your pitch now the first thing and the most important thing right now you <clears throat> you probably know to who you're talk and let's look at two situations let's look at the situation. You talk to a sales person, you know, and you know that it's a salesperson. Then you can go directly into. Uh, you can tell them, "Let's think about you." Or if it, if it's a salesperson, go with the sentence, "You know how when." Use that as a starting point. That's an amazing starting point. Usually, you know how when or imagine, um, imagine you like, you need to start it like this. You, you wanna, the first thing you wanna do is you wanna state a situation a person is in or a person is experiencing, your persona is experiencing. So you need to make sure at first, that's why you need to make sure you know the persona in front of you. If you know, you can say, you know how, when, and if you don't know, you say, hey, let's think of a salesperson or let's think of a head of sales. I'm, I'm talking unique now, um, so I give you concrete examples how I would do it for unique, the company I'm working um, at. Now, let's imagine you're a salesperson. And for me, my persona are salespeople or head of sales, right? So you're a salesperson and I know you are a salesperson. So I'd say, if you'd ask me, hey, hey, what, what do you do? Or pitch me your organization. What I would do is, I'd say, you know how when you meet a customer in a video call and you need to take notes, write a summary to the customer and end the, the most important points of the discussion afterwards into the CRM. Are you familiar with this situation? Now the person probably confirms me yes um yeah i'm i, I do have to do, write a summary i do have to do it and so i, I just want to quick confirm that they know the situation and then i'd say that takes usually quite some time you know we ex we've seen that 20 to 30 minutes sales people use per meeting to really summarize the meeting afterwards, send that follow-up email, and then enter the data into the CRM. Is that about what you experience as well? Yes, I'm just going for very short answers here because I'm expected to, or um, let's, let's, uh, let's assume I'm expected to do this pitch, but still, you can engage a person. A pitch is not a, you talk, 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 and talk for one or two minutes straight. A pitch can be engaging, as you see right here. Okay, so let's start again. Now I see, I know you're a salesperson. And so what I do is uh, I say, you know how when you um, have, a, have a meeting with a customer, you, you need to take notes. After the meeting, you need to summarize the meeting, probably send a follow-up email to, to, the, to the customer and enter the data into the CRM. We've seen that usually that takes 20 to 30 minutes per meeting per salesperson. Is that about something you experience as well? yes it takes me also like blah 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 and then you can go into you can say that is exactly what we what what we uh, help to automate with our technology imagine a technology that comes in with you as a note taker in your meetings takes notes summarizes the call afterwards gives you, gives you a link that you can send to your customer and your customer can go Um, and see the most the the summary they can see the most important points and uh, moments of, of the meeting and you don't even have to fill in the CRM anymore because that's what the technology does it's connected to the CRM and it will fill in for instance the next steps if you talked about next steps we know the technology knows when you talked about next steps and what exactly you talked about so next steps go into the exact field in Salesforce about next steps is that something that would help you. That's it. So that's the short pitch version basically. Um, So let's do a quick recap. So at the beginning, what we need to know, we need to know the persona We, we wanna pitch basically. We don't, every pitch is, uh, every to every persona, we would pitch differently, right? So either we know uh, in front of us is a head of sales, or in front of us is a salesperson, and then we do a pitch differently. If there was a head of sales in front of me, I would say, hey, you know how when um, as a sales leader you have your QBRs with your salespeople, and they make they they make the forecast for the year, and you you're probably not always sure if that forecast will really happen, right? Salespeople are very optimistic, and um, that optimism usually is also um, in the forecast. That very often or sometimes does not happen. That's one thing. Another thing is uh, because all the interactions of salespeople with their customers happen um, intransparently, so they nobody sees or can uh, nobody is following them in the calls. Um, nobody can tell the salespeople, hey, that's something you can you have to improve. Nobody sees detects the, the mistakes that happen, right? Is that something you experience as well? Now I go into the pitch again. So I, I first state the problem. So first, before stating the problem, I make sure, hey, what persona do I have here? Then I state a problem or a situation that person is usually in, and then I describe our solution. I and in between I look for a quick confirmation if that is something the person is familiar with. As simple as that with the quick pitch and the quick pitch can be engaging as well as you saw. I also ask a question. Questions are very powerful, um, ask the question. And if you if you pitch <laughs> to your mom, um, I give you another example. Then you would probably have to say if your mom says, "Hey, uh, pitch me your product." Never happened to me, but maybe happens to you. Or let's say some random person. Let's say a product manager at the company asks me, um, "Hey, pitch me your product," or um, um, a developer asks me. Then I'd say I'd start with, "Hey, let's think about a salesperson or a head of sales." Now imagine that salesperson had a meeting with a customer and need, they need to take notes, you know, and so on. And then I go into the usual thing that I just uh, told you about, but then I would start with, let's think about a salesperson first. So persona first, then state the problem or situation that pers- person is usually in, that you know you can solve. Quick confirmation, hey, is that something you experience as well? Is that something's familiar to you? And then go in with your solution pitching also and you will see that right away in in uh, in the long pitch to a customer situation that it's always i i really dislike to pitch when i don't know if the person in front of me is even interested in what i'm going to say or is it solves something for them and um i'm very uncomfortable doing that i'm not sure how you feel about that but you know just uh, vomiting everything you know about your product uh, isn't exactly what what uh, helps the person in front of you the most. So um, go with this approach. Pitching change pitching a little bit, um, or as I'm not sure how you've done it be- until now, but change pitching to this, and uh, you will see it's much more comfortable. It's much you will have much better uh, better conversations with your customers. All right, so let's go into the long pitch. Um, long pitch means for me, I usually don't pitch much or don't say much about the product or what we do um, before I haven't done a proper discovery or qualification of the customer. right? So I, we usually have a discovery call. And if you want to know how to do that and how you successfully can do that, go back to the, the former episode. Um, but I usually do a very thorough discovery. And pitching for me, is, as I just said before, is always I do pitch only when I know that it's really interesting for the other person. When I don't know, I say at the beginning, hey, okay, but before I pitch, I have to make assumptions. You know, I have to make some assumptions, and we need to be clear what I say, I, it might not be interesting for you, is that, is that okay? So if somebody forces me, and it, it happened maybe once or twice in my career, somebody forces me to say something, then I'm saying like, hey, yes, can totally uh, pitch you quickly what we do. One thing that is important to me is though, that you understand from what I say, I make assumptions of what could be in, of interest to you the most, but they don't need necessarily be interesting for you. Is is that still okay with you? If I if I do that, and then it's fine, and um and then and then you can in in really 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 rare situations you can do that. Okay. Now let's go to long pitch. So long pitch basically means you've done a this pro- very proper discovery, and you go to a customer, and then you have to pitch. Either um, there is time in between for you for preparation, or you may do the pitch in the same discovery meeting. Obviously at the end of a discovery meeting, as I also described in the other uh, episode, I do quickly say a few where for, for, for I think we can help and why I think that uh, to get the next meeting. Obviously I need to give, or I want to give uh, information because that's, that's the discovery, what's the discovery for. But afterwards I try to get the, the demo or the presentation. Usually a demo in our case, Or a presentation if you if you're not a fan of demos or or whatever approach you have, or especially whatever person you have in front of you. Uh, A demo is usually for people low uh, down the the hierarchy because those people have the day-to-day work. They probably need need your tool or work with your tool, but uh, a head of sales in our case they just need to see a dashboard um, and and, um, and how that comes how the data is is getting into the dashboard they don't need to see that how you can record a meeting and so on in our case anyway so that's another that's maybe for another thing but now that's why the long pitch so you go to the customer and what you do if let's say let's say if for now you have a slide deck and what the first slide is that you pull on is current state future state so you you state what we have been discussing so far, dear customer, we talked about your current situation, the current state, and we talked about a state you want to go into, the, the future state. Right, then you get confirmation. Is that still the case? Yes, it's still the case. And now what you need to do is to show what it would mean financially to reach that future stage. In our case, for instance, a company would say, "Hey, we have a conversion rate of 13% right now, and we want to go to 16%. That's actually a real case. So we had a customer, 13, to, he wanted to have, has 13%, wants to go to 16% from the first to the second meeting. And um, then in the discovery, I was asking, "Hey, what's the what, what's the impact? What, what does a one percent increase mean?" in your case. And so what they said is 900,000K. So if we get 1% more, it means 900,000K. If we get 3% more, it would mean 2.7 million K. So I write that down, Uh, not K, sorry, 2.7 million um, in uh, more revenue, right? So I write that down. Hey, if we get from the current state to the future state, here's the financials. We have an additional 2.7 million in revenue. Now I say, hey, the only thing that we need to dis, uh, that, that we need to show now, and you need to confirm, is whether you see our solution bringing you from the current state to the future state. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. So now and now you can dive into your solution. Now you can show, hey what do you have like how do you how do you think you can solve that problem you you, you probably you hopefully have um, have slides customized slides for that specific case and you show them why your solution is the best solution and why it works to bring them from the current state to the future state that's when you state your solution now afterwards We get a confirmation, is there anything missing from us so that we can reach the future stage? So you ask basically, hey, do you guys think we can bring you there? And um, yeah, let's assume there's nothing. Usually there come a few things, objections, questions, and so on. Obviously there is a discussion thereafter. And if there are certain objections that you cannot solve there, you need to make sure that you you give homework. Either you take on the homework. You say, hey, clearly we have this yellow light. I usually I usually say, hey, okay, you set this now. That's a yellow light. We need to write that down, and we need to have the confirmation that that's uh, that's getting green, a green light, which is okay. Yellow means like hmm, we need to we need to check. Red is is uh, red light means hey, there's no it, it's a breaking point. We probably ca- you can't get the deal. Okay, so if there's a red light, we a yellow light, we need to figure out if it's gonna get green or red. If it's yellow, I write it down and tell the customer, hey, okay, that's something we need to make sure and we need to work on for the next meeting. So I schedule the next meeting and I say, hey, to this next meeting, let's make sure we, f- we have all the information to decide whether that's that yellow light is still yellow or gets green or red right and um, there are certain situations obviously you can't do like you if somebody doubts for instance that that their people are going to use it to use the technology you have you probably may not get around something like hey okay that's a yellow light Um, let's and, and you probably need to solve that yellow light maybe with A proof of value phase that could be something that uh, uh, that uh, might solve you the problem, and you need or you need to find out why exactly the person has that fear, Uh, and usually it's because they had experience with other tools and people weren't using it, and um, yeah, or just it's a a general objections, uh, general objection um, that you need to solve. Either you you manage to solve it um, right away or maybe you have to do one of these beloved um, proof of value phases um, especially early in the process or here what you what you what you also also can do is tell them hey okay i give you two customers that's by the way the, the absolute preferred situation uh, preferred solution uh, can give you two customers who uh, are very much like you and also believe that at the beginning and they might be able to tell you how we manage that it's not happening because it's not happening with those two customers. Their users are using our technology very heavily, something like that. Anyway, I got a bit away from from our pitch. Now we have the confirmation. Is there anything missing uh, to reach the future stage? If not, propose next steps, make a clear proposal of next steps. Tell them, hey, um, you have this homework, give them homework, you take homework, book the next meeting. Um, because after a big presentation after you present a the solution, they will need to think for sure they need to discuss internally hundred percent they won't be able to decide right away. nobody does that. So book the next meeting tell them you you um, tell us uh, what exactly you talked about what you what your decision is internally. if there are yellow lights um, that you discuss those yellow lights again, you take on some homework and then get the next meeting so that was a bit long that that, um, that was a bit um, far now but that's pitching uh, honestly i probably may change a little bit uh, what you think about pitching so quick recap pitching isn't isn't just talking uh, about your product it can also be engaging for the one who is asking for a pitch and there are basically two versions that i discussed now one is the short like one or two minute pitch that you sometimes expected to give and in that pitch as i said um first make sure the persona if if you have a persona in front of you or not and what persona you have in front of you and state it at the beginning so um, either you know it's a salesperson, then you say you know how when, or you say, hey, let's think of a salesperson or the head, a head of sales. Then state the problem or, or the situation these people are in and confirm, uh, to, uh, pick, take the confirmation, um, get the confirmation whether they feel that as well. And afterwards, you can go on with uh, how you solve that. That's the short one at the long pitch. Is, is about showing like the current and future state from the discovery you have done. So you start with current state, show them the future state and you show what means financially to get there. And um, then the only thing you basically need to convince them that you are the right person or you have the right technology to bring them to the, this, this future state. So show them the perfect solution for that, get the confirmation if, if anything is missing and propose next steps for that all right so that's the recap that's what i think of pitching so let's make pitching great again let's not waste our customers uh, our prospects time by talking too much about stuff that they are not interested in we need to know first what is actually of interest there and what is really valuable and obviously you can at the end um, of a pitch for their for after after you you have shown the perfect solution for them you can always say something like hey do you mind if i give you another three problems that we see with other customers happening that might be interesting for you as well but i am not sure right now yet so is it okay if i if i quickly state these additional problems you can always do that but say it say that you don't know if it's if it it applies to them and if it's okay if you state those always say that uh, get permission and then you can talk about your solution and what problems you solve with other customers as well all right i hope that was helpful Uh, give me feedback guys and uh, thank you very much have an amazing weekend or weekday whenever you hear this